Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Podcasting. Podcasting from Sydney, Australia. This is the Prime Podcast. Independent, unfiltered, and uncensored. Beginning in three, two, one. My man, Matty Fox, he's back again. Back, number three, Christopher. Always a pleasure. Technically, it's more than that. It's more than three. I think we've done four all up, and then we've done the other one with um with the other guests. We had the yeah the, uh, three-way potty. So what's the fifth? Really the fifth, but only only two have been made public as of yet. This this is number three that's going to make public. We might have to keep the other two for like some some special occasion. Mate, um Primod uh, Premium, maybe. Primod premium content. Uh, what's been happening, mate? Uh, heaps, just uh, busy with work, uh, family, newborn. Newborn, congratulations, ago. mate. Thank you, mate. So that's uh, number two. That'll do me. And, um, yeah, just, uh, you know, the usual circus that Australia is, just really soaking that up. And when you think it can't get any uh, any more mind-blowing every day, you just have to watch the lies on the news, and it does. It does. It never um, ceases to amaze me. It's incredible. But you know what's funny? So I think... What I'm saying, like I shared last night on my Insta, the segment from A Current Affair, where they had that young girl oh, on there. That. <laughs> oh, that hurt my brain. It I did. Now, guarantee, I got a message from the vaccine, but anyway, I got a message, and this will be a um, exclusive, mate, because I don't know whether I'm going to share this publicly. But I got a message from someone last night who actually knows that girl personally. Yeah. So I'll read it to you. Oh, I'll read it. Here we go. Hey, Chris, I know Lily personally, and I am in the same surf club. 100% this is a vax injury. Very sad to see this report tonight. Even more annoying is that a producer from a current affair is a parent at the surf club and probably sanctioned this story. We have another athlete at her level. He was struggling for form before Christmas, then tested positive to COVID in January. He's now being told to take six months off with post-viral fatigue. Absolutely, here's another case of the vax messing him up. Very sad to see, but more frustrating that you get shut down, even suggesting it around the club. There are a lot of people with heart problems at the surf club at the moment. Very worrying times. Cheers, mate. Keep up the good work. That's from an anonymous... Mm. Um, I mean, you don't have to be too clever to work that out that that is more than likely vaccine related uh and you just you just know the scumbags of a current affair are lying and twisting that anyway i mean well, they're not even lying they're just omitting everything again it's not journalism these guys like these people are scum of the earth if you're a journalist in the mainstream media i don't know how you sleep at night and there's a couple of other people i can question how they sleep at night we'll get into that later in the conversation chris do you, hey do you think that these journalists do you think they they know, like, do you think some of them are so naive to anything and they just completely believe that the vaccine is harmless and they run these stories truly believing what they're saying? I mean, I don't, think, do that? I don't know how you can, though, because the data's there now. I mean, it's not, it's, it's, it's not hidden. It's on government websites. It's on all the reporting, um, although it's probably underreported, let's face it, because, you know, I know me and you and probably everyone listening knows someone personally 
that has been vaccinated and then received or experienced complications and go to the doctor and they, uh, you know, your heart pains are apparently sore pec muscles from going to the gym. There's a good one for mm. you that I know you're familiar with. Yeah. Um, so they really try and, uh, and play it down and it, it can be anything other than the vaccine, right? Yeah. Anything. Well, you know what? This is a very important point. I'll make it now while we're talking about it, that, the virus itself can definitely cause heart problems. Definitely. Mm. Um, the potential's there. What causes these heart issues is the spike protein, the very unique spike protein. And this is um, based on the, the experts that you've spoken to as well. Yeah, this is, this, this is not me. Uh, mate, I'm not smart enough. But the experts that's right, that I've spoken to, one of them being a, a prominent, well-known cardiologist, so, you know, if you listen to anyone about heart issues, you know, he'd be the first person that I'd call. But so anyway, so look, he said the same thing is that it's the spike protein is causing these issues. That's why you don't see, you know, heart issues with influenza and colds. And it's a very unique spike protein uh, that's attached to COVID. And, you know, that I, I personally believe it was made in a lab. Um, and that's sort of, indicative of the uniqueness of the spike protein that it does cause blood clots and, and heart issues. So the virus can cause it, but, you know, people tend to get the virus once, maybe twice if they're very unlucky, yeah. but typically once and from, from a virus. Now, you know, I, I so, don't think. So are you saying shooting yourself with that same spike protein four or five times is a bad idea, Christopher? That, that's exactly what I'm saying. So if you get, look, you've had COVID um, and, you know, you haven't got it Let's again. Let's just jump in and, and say that uh, I've had worse hangovers before we carry carry forward. With that's that right. One. So, worse hangovers. And guess what? I wasn't vaccinated. I can't believe how much worse it would have been. Mate, if you told me, mate, when you told me you had COVID and you went vaccinated, I thought you were going to die. <laughs> that's it. He's finished. Channel 7 will make you believe that. Oh, mate. But uh, back to that point that it's the spike protein that's causing the damage to the heart, right? It's exactly what it is. So mm. when you get the virus once like you did, you weren't bad at all. So who knows how much of the spike protein was actually, in, who knows? We don't know um, in, in your case. It's almost case. like um, a healthy lifestyle and my natural immune system might have helped me. I could be wrong there. That could be misinformation. That, but... mate, that's definitely misinformation. You know that. Yeah. Given, but... given that the government tells you that your only protection you've got now is vaccines, your only Keyword. Oh no, only that's right. Um, <laughs> so you know, if we if we can, which it's not even it's not a secret. We all know that it's the spike protein that does it. So you have to ask yourself: Well, the average person gets COVID once, maybe twice. Now I know people that are already onto their fourth shot. Now, we, on top of having COVID. Well, yeah, on top of having COVID, that's right. So they're on their fourth shot. They've already had a previous infection. Um, so you can just imagine the amount of spike protein that's been generated. Now, each time you get a shot, obviously, it, that's what it does. It sends a message for your body to create spike proteins. How long that, how long your body creates them, um, how many they create, who knows? Uh, we don't really have a solid answer on that, I don't believe. I haven't come across anything anyway. And it'd be probably be difficult to tell but or to find that out. But, um, you know, we don't know that. But just based on sheer numbers i said one infection to you know 
an infection plus four shots plus whatever's coming in the future for these people. So yeah. that's a Plenty little, little spike protein. floating around your heart then, isn't there? Plenty of those like little spikies just circulating through the arteries. and That's right. So, yeah. you know, for that story on a current affair, the fact that I don't even know how they know she had it. I mean, if she was asymptomatic, as she said, she didn't, she said, I didn't know I had it. Um, so I don't know how they even know she had it. Maybe they, well, they've done think, an antibody I, test. I think given, given your uh, message from that anonymous source that, you know, it, it was a well-known fact that she had it and she's obviously been um, pinpricked. Uh, mm. So, I mean, yeah, I'm sure we, we all know where, where the heart issues have come from. Because if you go, yeah. if I put it this way, surely if you get COVID and it, COVID is what is affecting your heart, um, you're going to have some symptoms during catch, contracting COVID, right? You're not going to even know that you don't have it. Mm. Like, I just find that really hard to believe. Like, sure, you, you're going to have a headache or a cough or something to tell you that you've got it. But to not have anything, cool, maybe the vaccine worked in that regard. She was vaccinated, didn't feel much. Uh, she's 18 and obviously extremely fit and healthy too. That might have something to do with it, but I don't want to get this taken down for misinformation. Um, but then, yeah, I mean, it's a well-known fact that young people especially are getting these heart issues that were very uncommon and are now become very common. Uh, you only have to go to the, to the well-known figures that have died recently in Australia. And, you know, for every, for every famous person dropping dead of a heart attack, you've got to think there's hundreds, if not thousands, of average mm. Joes um, That's right. that the media doesn't bother to report. And a lot so. of people and a lot of people aren't speaking about it. A lot of people are scared to share their own story. So if they, you know, if they were to get vaccinated and then a day or two later, um, you know, have chest pains or whatever the case may be, they're a lot less likely to report that. You know, even post about it on social media. Well, um, if you do, you get told that it's not vaccine related too, as, as we know from, you know, numerous. And I'm sure, as I said, that everyone out there has probably got a buddy who's been jabbed and had issues and told that the issues are because he drank too much juice and not ate the, and not took the vaccine, you know? Like anything but the vaccine is causing. The fucking climate's giving you heart attacks now. Apparently mowing the lawn too much. I've got to do that today, but now I'm worried. <laughs> we should be very worried. <laughs> might, drop, might drop dead from a heart attack tomorrow because I mowed the lawn this afternoon. Like if Wait. people still believe this shit, and to answer your question in a long way about, I, I think those reporters know. Any journalist has to. I mean, there's two ways to think about it. Like the other day you did your Instagram post, I think, um, was it, with, you know, you gave the four options. It's the mm. same thing with, it, with all these journalists and media. They either know and they're lying and this is going on with a lot of world events right now. They either know and they're lying and admitting the truth and only covering one side, or they don't know. What's, what's almost worse? Because they're a fucking journalist. Their job is to know. Hmm. So get away from my eyesight if you don't know how to do your job properly, you maggot. And then if you are lying, you're a maggot as well. And I don't know how you sleep at night. And um, I think it's, it's a case of number one, to tell you the truth. Yeah, well... The problem with them lying is the fact that, you know, if they're lying about something else, like they, most of what you see is a lie, let's be honest, or an exaggerated um, fact. But what it's doing is it's not giving people the ability to make a, an informed decision when it comes to that, which I don't like that. But this, this whole, that we all know there's two sides to every story. We know that. We're I mean, taught we're that taught from that. the time we're kids. 
time we can speak. But right. yeah, it's the, that's what I say to everyone. And it's like saying, yeah, listen, there is two sides to this story, but we don't want you to hear the other side. You only ha- you can yeah. only listen to what we're telling you. You're not allowed to hear the other side of the story. And that's wrong. And that's the problem we have with censorship. Now, I went on Instagram this morning just to check. Because um, I know month, probably even a year ago now, they banned the hashtag natural immunity. Banned it. Mm. Um, and it's still banned to this day. I checked it this morning. It's still banned. I'm thinking, well, we now know that it's a real thing. You can't deny yeah. it. Um, but yeah. yet you still can't caption and or hashtag Crazy. a post natural immunity, even though it's a real thing. Crazy. So it's insane that they've pushed us down this this way of thinking. Um, and that's what I want to talk to you about as well. Elon Musk buying Twitter. Mm. That's huge. Now, a lot of people believe that that's going to free up speech on Twitter um, and the people will be able to post freely, yeah. um, more so than what they've been able to do in recent years. Um, I know the lefties are having a fucking meltdown. They're having a brain aneurysm over it. Um, but you know what? If, if you want people censored for having opposing views to yourself, then maybe you need to reevaluate your own views. Yeah. That's why yeah. I look at it. <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, or maybe, you know, harden up just a fraction and understand that people are all allowed a difference of opinion. I mean, yeah. That's right. Now, there's a this is a big point I want to make is that, and I'll make it very, very clear because I'm, I wouldn't say I'm sick of getting called it, but it's just, it's annoying because I never really get a chance to explain myself. I'm not homophobic. I'm not transphobic. I'm nothing phobic. I'll tell you what not I am. Phobic or any of those fucking no. words they made up the past couple of years. No, no, none of that. What I am is this if you're gay, that's fine. I, I don't give a fuck as long as you don't, you keep it away from me. I don't care what you do with it. That's your business, right? But what I do care about is when gay people start forcing their 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 sexual orientation onto others and try to normalise it. Um, you see, I don't I don't see that. I mean, you probably in that sphere more, but yeah, I don't see it. And like you, I have no issue. I got friends and clients that are gay. I couldn't give a stuff what sexual orientation you are. Um, so yeah, but I think you know ever. And that goes for everything. People need to be able to respect other opinions. And with everything, you don't have to jam anything down their throat. Um, and I think like the... Bad choice of words. I think, <laughs> I think like the gay, the gay issue is not really an issue anymore. Um, I think everyone's quite accepted of that. And even if you want to identify as something else, whatever, if it makes you happy, go for it. But I think when you start pushing it onto kids at a primary school age, at a, at a young age when they're impressionable and it's confusing time anyway, uh, which they're only recently started to do, I'd say the past year or two, maybe, Chris, what do you think? Um, it's definitely that's, getting, it's accelerating in the last year or two, that's for sure. That's, that's the problem. I mean, kids have enough pressure these days with school and technology allowing you know there's online bullying and people comparing themselves to others that they see online now and and stuff like that and then to throw in and say that you can be a girl tomorrow if you want johnny Mm. like they don't need that shit let them let them let them get till till they're 18 and if they felt that way the whole time then yeah support them through that but don't push it on them no is what i'm saying that's right but i feel like there's I remember um, 
before before I got sacked for not getting vaccinated, um, there was a client I worked with a few years ago now, actually, um, and he was a, a born a male um, and wanted to um, transition over to, to be a female. But he also yeah. had, um, like, he also, the first time I met him, he walked up and started chirping in my ear and thought he was a bird. Like, it's a true, <laughs> true story. Oh, right? yeah, because you were working, yeah. Mental yeah. health, obviously, yeah. Um, and yeah. then other days he'd crawl out um, into in his undies pretending to be a baby. Um, yeah. So obviously he's mentally very unwell, right? Yeah. Um, I think he was probably oh, about 19, 20, I think. Yeah. Um, so he's obviously very unwell, mentally unwell. Um, and he wanted, I was asking people to start calling him, I can't remember what, his feet, what he wanted to be called, it was a female name. Mm. And I remember he had an assessment done um, prior to undergoing the surgery gender reassignment surgery and it, this um assessment is is to make sure that you're mentally with it yeah right um which is clearly not i mean the guy lives in a, in a group home he's, he can't yeah. live by himself um yeah. they still approved his surgery yeah see and i said this guy also thinks he's a bird like we're gonna do stick feathers on him like you know <laughs> where, where, where does it stop um yeah. and what i've noticed after working with that particular uh, client and research on the topic more, there is a big link between, um, between, you know, identifying as the opposite gender, transgenders in general um, and mental illness. There's a lot of trauma as well in there. Um, I think it's something like over half of them um, have seriously considered suicide. So that tells me that something is very wrong in that space. Now, I don't know what's happened. I think it's become more accepted that you can be whatever you want to be. But I think a lot of these people really need some help. A bit of guidance, maybe. Yeah. Well, not just guidance, I mean, but I... obviously they've got things that they're, they're, you know, some serious issues that they need to deal with. And I feel like that's just getting swept to the side and then it's going, yeah, 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 you, yeah. You, can, you can do that if you want, yeah. instead of actually oh, addressing yeah. the root issue. Agree. Um, I actually ha- had a client who was, he's a male, but he, was a transgender a few years ago um, and he was, you know, because he had, I mean, he's back, he's back male now living happily and, and transitioned back and things like that. Um, but he's, you know, he said he, he fell into it with um, obviously drugs and alcohol abuse and, you know, obviously some mental demons and um, kind of fell into that, into that scene um, where he did that and went through some pretty heavy stuff and, and then he came out of it after, you know, after seeking psychological help and, and things like that. And, I'm, again, I'm not saying, like, you know, there's, I'm sure there's tons of people that are in a straight mind and they really feel that way. And uh, good luck to them, though. My issue, again, is always pushing on kids that haven't even hit puberty yet. Like, well, well, look, right. just, just pushing it in general, like, I don't understand that. Like, when do you say heterosexual? people go out there and, and hold festivals and, and parades and, you know, boast about their sexual orientation and like have a, a certain flag to signify that they're a heterosexual. You don't see any of that. There's none of that. Like you don't have heterosexual month on, on Netflix and, and all the rest of it, but you have. Those things. Standing like a white privileged male, mate. Mate, I know. Um, <laughs> but that's but, another thing. That's another side. Like, Fuck, we can't say anything now because we're apparently white and privileged. Like, you know, there's people aren't allowed to have an opinion unless 
you're from one of these minority groups, which let's face it, it's not really a minority because they're front and centre of everything. So they've, they've got more power than probably you and I. No one's going to listen mm. to us if we rant. Um, no, that's everyone, right. Everyone, everyone listens to them. Um, and that's, yeah, that shit's got to stop too, this white privilege. Like, fuck, mate, you're trying to tell me to stop racism, but then you're referring to my skin colour and automatically assuming that I'm privileged because of my skin colour. That sounds a little bit race-orientated in itself, doesn't it, Christopher? Mate, it does. And, you know, I, I had this exact conversation yesterday with um, Dean, Dean Wells, who was from um, Merida. He was on Merida First Sight a few years ago, a really good guy, and he's been slammed. Um, yeah. by the media for having views like similar views to we have. I think they're just somewhat normal views, but he was um, condemned publicly. Um, or like, uh, um, what was it called? Bumble, the dating website, Bumble or whatever, an app or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they literally released a public statement condemning him. It is a bit much. And, and, Look, he's. I've had conversations with him. He's a nice, normal bloke. He just does his thing and um, says how he, you know, says what he feels. And um, unfortunately, they they target him because he was sort of unliked or you know one of the villains on that fucking Married at First Sight. And so they sort of carried on from that, I think. But um, he made a very good point yesterday. He said to me that the biggest one for that at the moment, pushing that patriarchy agenda, is Abby Chatfield saying that. You know, if you're a straight white man, you're privileged and we live in a, you know, patriarch world um, and all the rest. I'm thinking, like, you're successful as a woman in this patriarch that you seem to claim that we're in. Like, you're doing just fine. What are you talking about? Well, don't act like it's affected you. Yeah, I mean, she takes her 10K a week and sells lies, so it's not bad. It's not bad, but, you know... People sell their soul. She's one of them. That's right. But to think that we, we... I think it's a problem that we don't necessarily have. Like it's not as bad as they would like, as, like they would make out that like, if you go to some other countries and you'll look at how women are treated, you know, I yeah. know someone that was building wells over in some, I can't remember the name now, but he was building wells um, overseas. And he said, the reason they build wells is because our uh, water wells is because um, the young women have to, are the ones that have to do the labor. So they have to walk like, 10 more kilometers just to get water. And apparently on the way there, he was telling me they get raped. They get abducted Um, over there. They, they use women's body parts for fucking witch medicine and all sorts of crazy shit that happens in these countries. Um, Like that. They believe that, that um, having sex with a virgin cures AIDS, like all sorts of shit. Right. Um, So those countries have a genuine problem. Have a genuine yeah. problem, and you're upset over here because why? Because a female CEO makes a couple of thousand dollars less than a male CEO, which isn't really yeah. the case anymore, anyway. But no, definitely not the case. Not the case. And you know, if I walk, if I walk, oh, I don't work in a workplace. I work in the room that you're seeing right now, and outside when I train. But um, if I if I walk some past someone, you or anyone walk past someone in the workplace and said, "Hey, cutie," you'd be up to sexual harassment and get sued and lose. Yeah, that's right. Like, it's not okay, any form of harassment. Don't get me wrong, but fuck that. We definitely have protections put in place. Like you can, you're going to know you've done something like that you shouldn't be doing here. It's not like people get away with it, really. I get, I'm sure there are some things that are getting away, you know, but I'm, I think it happens to men just, just as much as women that are feeling bullied in the workplace, feel like they have to go above and beyond to get promotions. 
Like, mm. um, you know, and obviously that's not right. But, yeah, like you're saying, there's we're, – we're very, very far ahead of a lot of the world and to complain and say, oh, you're privileged and we can't make it, it's exactly right. Like, fuck up. You're on 10K a week. You sell lies for that 10K a week. Um, you're on every game show and trash TV that there is now. Like, yeah. I think, you know, bought a million-dollar house somewhere, didn't you? Someone told me. Yeah, you have no, like, you have no she's, right. She's to going to ride in this big, scary man's world, isn't she? But, but that's what she does, though. That's what, like, a lot of people will do that. They'll make a name for themselves by speaking about those things. Um, I wonder if these, if they, since she's, you know, she's pushing, uh, I found that very ironic, too, that she's uh, taking a break from social media due to mental health issues and not that long ago was slamming Sam Frost for having the same issues. Um, that's right. Karma's interesting, isn't it? So, uh, you know, <laughs> like... The, the, be, the, be, the best part of that statement was that she claimed that she's never, you know, she can't deal with the media scrutiny and that she's never tried to get media attention. Really? That was, a, I mean, that was a, I'd, uh, said. you know, I don't look at her stuff, but I get sent it occasionally by some people who uh, find it hilarious. And uh, if she's not doing some of that stuff or saying some of those things for attention, she's even more twisted in the head than she comes across. Yeah, but it's just it's crazy, man. It's a, it's a it's a crazy world. But, but I think it's victim like this, culture. Yeah, people people are going to remember what people like her and other people say, and 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 the propaganda they've pushed for money. Like it's a that's not her own belief. Let's let's all just make that abundantly clear that she's getting paid and has been getting paid mm. to promote medical procedures. There's no doubt about that, which is illegal under the Australian government law. Those fucking maggots. Um, yeah, so but they chop and change them when it suits them, but you're right, it is. Yeah, so she'll, I mean, she's going to get remembered pushing this. And as you said, more and more stuff, injuries are coming out, heart issues. And she's actively encouraged kids to go behind parents' back and get vaccinated for something where, you know, they've got what did you put up this morning? What's that work out to be? 0.0001%. It's so insignificant that you wouldn't even yeah. like you wouldn't even bother, you know. Obviously, every every death is sad, and I make that very clear. It's tragic mm. that any any person dies, especially a young person. But you know, if this was any other matter, you wouldn't even be aware of it. Like the number is so small that you wouldn't be able to find it if it was any other virus. Like more more kids die from the flu than from yeah. this virus. The flu seems to affect children worse. Um, I guess the flu just doesn't make hospitals that 30 grand payment and doesn't make media personalities rich, does it? Well, there's a lot of money involved. I don't think I've spoken about this enough. There's a lot of money involved in, in coronavirus, which is fucking very bizarre. Like it's a virus. Why are people making money? Like why are hospitals getting $30,000 grants every time someone dies from COVID? Why are they mm. getting paid every time someone requires a ventilator from COVID? Um, it's almost incentivizing. Well, it is. It's incentivizing the hospital to mm. find COVID cases and to, you know, well, to at least put it down on, to at least put it down on death certificates. When, as we know now, and it's coming out, and it's come out, and I'm sure it'll come out more and more. It hasn't been the cause of death. They have sure they've they've died with COVID, but at a stage four brain tumor and a, and a sniffle, which you know we kind of know which one tragically finished off that life let's face it 
Well, where does it stop though? Like, where does this with and from stop? Like, if I die, if I die in the middle of a fuck, let's just say I'm going for gold and I die, right in the middle of it, I have a stroke, right? And I die with a boner. Do they put on the death certificate that I died from a boner? Like the boner cube, or is it, is, it, is it a heart? Like, a, is it a stroke? Like, it, there's so many different things you can look at in every, every, every scenario where you think, okay, well, this probably killed the person. Like if someone's 90 and they've got cancer and they get a flu and the flu kills them, the flu didn't really kill them. The mm. cancer killed them. Like, their weakened immune system killed them, not, uh, not, not the flu. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, there's got to be a line drawn where we say, okay, that's enough. Like, there's no... He died from this reason. Like, no, no, the boner didn't kill him. He had a stroke yeah. from working too hard. And I mean, that's come out too. Like, so if people's listening and saying, what are you talking about? Like governments around the world have revised their figures. UK, America, Italy, I think Australia even is discussing it, right? It's just that you don't hear about it because they're obviously not going to put it up on front page news or first opening story on the nightly lies, you know, because then the, the fear instantly goes away. And I mean, if you've still got fear now, like, fuck, just run off to the cave and stay there for the next 50 years because, you know, it's not Some going. Some people do, but and, and I feel sorry for them in a way. I mean, there's this woman I was I come across now, on Twitter. Like, well, well, this lady that I, I did come across right. on Twitter, she was probably in her oh, 40s, maybe 50 at most, and she has been locked, like, self-isolated since um, November of tw- 2020. Like, and she hasn't still to this day, like, going on two years of not leaving a home for anything like family dropping groceries off at the door. Like, yeah, but I think that's, that's, a, that's some mental illness though there, I think. So I, I think so, but, 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 but yeah, but what level, um, you know, of, of responsibility do you put onto the media? Because yeah, the media have, have that. done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if she followed, you know, my Instagram account, listen to this podcast, I'm sure she wouldn't be living like that. But it's the government media, like, well. Let's not just say the government because, I mean, the media, it's, it's the government as well. They were getting up doing uh, their daily press conference as well. The media were just showing that. Yeah, true. But the media have an obligation to be a mutual... Um, but we know they don't. <laughs> we touched that early on. We yeah, but we know they don't. But they should. Like, they should report. And, and they should just report honestly and say, hey, um, some tragic news overnight. Um, a 10-year-old has died with covid um, but also know that in the, that same 24-hour period, 120,000 10-year-olds survived. Like, mm. that, that's a balanced yeah, balanced reporting. Like, you're telling the absolute truth. Yeah. You're highlighting the good and the bad. Yeah. Um, but with that's them, they just, they just, they'll harp on it. A 10-year-old yeah. has died because he was unvaccinated. He didn't yeah. have the vaccine yet. If he had the vaccine, he would still be here today. Yeah, As it, like, yeah. but that's what they do though. Yeah. That, that's how I know that girl on a current affair, that 18 year old athlete. Yeah, because she didn't mention it. She, yeah. she, she was vaccinated because they, if she wasn't, they would have started with. Can you imagine? Unvaccinated 18 oh, year old. That's how it would have started. First story. So an unvaccinated 18 year old. Hi, I'm Tracy. And they would, have, they would have said it every 30 seconds. Every 30 Darren seconds. Hi. The, the, hi, I'm Tracy Grimshaw on a current affair. An unvaccinated 18-year-old has pericarditis <laughs> from COVID. This is why it's important to get vaccinated. Yeah. You can get vaccinated at one of these convenient locations. Um, without a doubt. That's yeah. what it would be like. So that's and how the I ad, know. The ads running now, I, I asked you off air, have you actually seen it yet for the booster? 
No, but Have I, don't, you seen I, don't, that I don't I don't watch normal TV, Matt. I can't. Yeah, I know, but I watch I watch it every so often when I need a laugh, right? And this <laughs> ad, and this ad provides a giggle or two. So you've got other people going to know what I'm talking about. You've got different random people in different settings, um, and they're all saying like, "Get boosted for your happiness. Get boosted for your work." And they're showing different. Bit. And then there's a girl in the gym exercising. Get boosted for your health. It says. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, fuck. The giggles it provides. Oh, man, I, I just, I, that's atrocious. Like, yeah. I, I don't know how they can, how they can actively keep pushing this when they know what they know. And this is, this is why people now need to think of it this way. You cannot trust the government with anything if they know what they know, and we know what they know, that like the Pfizer safety docs have been out, there's, reporting around all the world about the side effects, still actively pushing this onto people and more so pushing it onto kids with the knowledge they have shows you right there that they do not give a fuck about us Mm. and our health and it is not about the health. It's simple, like it can't be any more clearer. If you still think the government cares about you and you look at the data and see, even if you believe the Australian government, how many deaths or something are there from the vaccine and adverse reactions? Yeah. Even if you believe that they report spot on, those number of deaths, which is in its hundreds, right, and the side effects are in tens and tens of thousands, this is Australia alone, and they still push it, it tells you right there that they do not care. Well, there's been... Every other vaccine that had one or two deaths got pulled from the market. There's There's been more than a couple of hundred deaths from, from COVID. But what I don't understand is that it's actually it's a pattern almost. You can see the Western countries. The well, United has there States. in Australia? Has there yeah. really from, from COVID? Has well, there been more than a couple of hundred or with COVID? Well, we don't know. We're not going to know because they, no. they don't they don't they don't separate the two. Because then you got ninety percent of those people being in in uh, you know over eighty two years old, eighty two years of age is the average life expectancy. Something like yeah, ninety plus are over the average life expectancy. So as you said, you got to figure in the fact that as again devastating and tragic as any death is it's sad if you're 85 90 years old old you're not going to be able to combat any they die of gastro mate yeah like, no, that's right and it's true you can do the, the elderly people that are frail can die from gastro yeah and to, right. so I mean, but it, it, it's, a, it's a one size fits all and this is what's happening in western countries australia united states canada the uk they don't forget new zealand New Zealand, yes, yeah, sorry, New Zealand. Forget about our little neighbour there. But, you know... devil Jacinta. Oh, mate. But all these Western countries don't... They treat it, like I said, one size fits all, where yeah. it doesn't matter whether you're whether you're six years old or 65 years old, the message is the same. Get mm. vaccinated. COVID will yeah. kill you. It's like, well, you, you're talking to a vast audience of, of people, you know, whose health differs dramatically. Like, yeah. why is it a one? Like, it should be an individual approach. Like, yeah. a lot of the um, the European countries do. I know Sweden does it, where they say, "Listen, you don't need to get vaccinated if you're under this age." Um, in fact, yeah. it's, it's it's not even recommended. In some well, places. I can tell you for a fact because my wife's Swedish and I've obviously got friends and family there. That Moderna is flat out banned for thirty and under, while it's still pushed here for fucking twelve year olds. Banned. Mm. If you're younger than thirty, they're just saying, "Don't take it." Yes, you're correct. 
Um, they were encouraging, I think, 60 or 65 and up to get it. And obviously it was available for anyone that wanted it, um, the ones that they recommended, but it was never shoved down their throat. It was never on TV with the ads. It's not on billboards. Like we talk about it to them now and they're like, is it, is it still a thing in Australia? Like, do you guys actually talk about it? Like they haven't spoke, people in, in Sweden, I can only speak from my direct knowledge, like haven't spoken about it for at least a year, pretty much. Like it's not a topic. Mm. So, and we, and we're led to believe that it is right because we just see our media. Yeah. It's not like we get a big part of the world. And the same with us, like they didn't get anything on the floods. You know, even though the floods was a big thing, they got a little bit on the bushfires a few years back. But so that just shows you what you see from other parts of the world. Is it really as bad or as important or as irrelevant as they led you to believe? You know, if they, if they don't show the floods that are killing, but say Australia's, you know, doing this and this with COVID, it's, it's a bit odd, isn't it? Like then you know there's an agenda. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. But what you do find is a lot of, a lot of um, communication between Australia, the US, the UK. You do see yeah. that a lot. Um, yeah. You know, we're, we're plastered over their news. They're plastered over our news. Um, mainly with, with negative um, stories. Like, there's nothing positive that comes on the news out of the US or the UK. It's all negative, right? But yeah, yeah. that's what they do. We, we're sort of all on this one wavelength of thinking. And it's like they're, they're working together in a way. Um, because, it, you know... Well, I mean, it's, they're all owned by the same people. So it's not like they're working together in a way. They flat out are. Yeah, no, you I know, mean, the, you, I mean the governments, but like the government. Yeah, well, well, you know they are, but the media definitely is. You just the have me- to look at who the owns media. the um, publications. Yeah, it's the same owners. The media definitely are working. We know that, um, and the governments would have to be to some extent because it's too, you know, it's too relative to to be a coincidence. Especially I mean, at this you point. talk about it. Yeah, you used to talk about it all the time. If you know, five to twelve year olds got approved in the states, and I can remember you putting up and saying, "Wait till." You know, give it a month and the TGA will say it's approved here. And wouldn't you know, it was always you're, you and your fucking tinfoiled hat, mate, always seem right. to, you got a crystal ball in that hat as well. Do you sit there with your little tinny on and, and rub a crystal ball? I do. I do. <laughs> but you know what else? I can tell you now, I've just, I had a moment this morning with the crystal ball and um, Pfizer have requested under the Emergency Authorization Act in the US, as I think yesterday, um, they've put a rec- an application forward to the FDA to approve booster shots for five to 11 year old kids. Mm. So I can promise you <laughs> again, crystal ball that within, within a month to six weeks, we're going to have the same thing happen here and it's going to be approved for sure. So save that date. Wednesday, 27th of April. We're talking about this. Christopher has called it within four to six weeks. The boosters will be approved. I guarantee they'll, if they're not approved, they'll be heavily discussed publicly. Um, probably Definitely. a lot sooner than four to six weeks. I don't, I don't know how how much earlier the US started vaccinating kids compared to you, because I know they were first. I don't know whether that was two weeks or a month. I'd have to go back and have a look. But, um, what, yeah, yeah, they'll do it over there. That'll get approved in the US, I'd imagine, rather quickly. Um, and then they'll target here. I mean, you have to be a moron. Like, there's, like, you have to be a moron to vaccinate your kid. Like, you just – you have to be with – the, the data, it's not even hidden, the data that you can look and say, okay, he's got a one in, fuck, multi-million chance 
of dying from COVID, my five-year-old, um, but his chances of getting adverse reactions, I'd say are probably a lot higher than that at his age. And then you've got the unknown, like them spruiking safe and effective. Fuck up. You can't tell me what it'll do in three years, five oh, years, especially to kids that haven't developed, you know, physically with, within their organs and, and heart. Like how, how do they know? So you can't say safe and effective. I fucking hate the Australian government. Like, well, no, I know it's, it's appalling. It's appalling. Yeah. And what 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 they've done with the five to eleven year olds is Pfizer have they give a you know a much well a smaller dose to those that age group than they would twelve and over, right? Hmm. So as far as I'm aware, I in fact I know that's the case. Twelve years, a twelve year old child gets the same dose as a thirty five year old man, right? Yeah. Which is ridiculous in itself, but ridiculous, ridiculous. But what they're doing is so five to eleven year olds are having only a, a portion of the, the adult dose, one third, I believe. But that's one third. But then what's happening is they've got to get a second shot. Then now they're talking Pfizer with the booster. They're having a third shot. Then it's not the same. Yeah. So then it's it, it's eventually they're going to have, you know, I, I don't think, I don't think people understand what this could mean. People don't understand how serious this could be in. Mm five years from now, 10 years. I've heard some crazy stories. To be a guinea pig. Like there's no, there's no defending that. You're throwing your kid to be a lab, a lab rat. Yeah. Like argue that and tell me you're not. That's right. I mean, (laughs) I I seen, I I seen this morning at a university down in Melbourne were asking people if they're willing to engage in a trial for fourth shots. I'm thinking people have already had fourth shots. Like you're doing the trial now. Like <laughs> that, that's how ridiculous this whole thing is. Like there's making it up on the go. Like yeah. why are they why are they registering a trial for a fourth shot when people have already had the fourth shot? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. But none of it makes sense. Let's be very none honest. Of it makes sense. Yeah, I, I just hope that I hope. That, well, who knows? But I mean, they've really eased up on the vaccine mandates across Australia now. But mm. it's election time. Yeah. Exactly. It's important to remember that. I don't hold out much hope that it will. I'd like to think it'll stay the way it is, but I think, you know, you only have to look at, um, yeah, the fact that the election's coming up. Look at, I mean, don't get me wrong, both sides are, are the same goal. They don't serve the Australian people. They serve the World Economic Forum. Um hmm. But if you look at like, you know, yeah, say ScoMo, he's, he's a bit of a retard, let's face it. Um, but then you go to Albo and he's travelling with like making his reporters get tested like four times a day, triple masking, third shot. Like what's he going to, if he's like that too, do you really think he's going to say it's a free-for-all? Andy, no, caught, and, Andy, caught, Andy caught COVID. Yeah. So I, I think... As you just said, I think it's just an election. He's up. People are, are going to forget about that and then just, you know, in their hope, vote without the, the mandates and restrictions in their mind. Well, Labor concerns me. Look, as, as you said, look, Scott Morrison. The piggies, the piggies down in Victoria and around the, around the country as well that they can't just brutally bash someone for walking down the street without a mask on now. Oh, they'd be so having those- withdrawals. Oh, some of those maggots would be crying themselves to sleep, wouldn't they? If they uh, can sleep, how can you sleep being one of those pigs? Well, obviously, they're, they're, they're wired differently to you and I, to the average person. Mate, if you go out there and assault an innocent person and you're, you're there, your job is to protect them. 
and you're yeah. out there actively trying to harm them, yeah, then you're a piece of shit. Yeah. There's no other well, way I to think, put it. Well, me and you have discussed this as well. You know, they're all called first responders, but we don't see firemen or ambulances just cruising around looking for fires or looking for people dropping with heart attacks on the street. They respond. God bless them. Cops, on the other hand, actively look, patrol to raise revenue and look for trouble. They're not first responders. No. You know what? Yeah, You have the three, you have police, fire and and ambulance, right? Now, out of those three, only one of them can generate money for the state government. Mm. Only one of them. Like you don't see the other two costs money. Other two costs money. So you've mm. got the police that go out there and actively look for people to find, to book, to raise revenue. Like I know for a fact there is briefings held prior to long weekends and whatnot yeah. by the highway patrol units to discuss yeah. to discuss targets. Like why are you treating your job as a like the police? It's not a, it's not a fucking sales job where you're working. Remember those images guys. when. Remember those images a few months ago, or not even a few months ago, out of the floods in New South Wales around Lismore when there's literally floods a kilometre down the road and you've got those piggies on highway patrol booking people but no pigs helping the community. That's right. Like, they're disgusting. And if people don't see that now after what they did in Victoria, if you're still a cop and you've enforced this shit, I honestly don't know how you've slept at night too. Like No. I know, I know a lot of them. I know a lot of them. I had quite a few messages, but I know a few of them have said that. Um, yeah, but a lot of them don't enforce it too. No, they don't enforce yeah. it. Um, and that's good. That's very so good. That's what we need. Um, yeah. You know, I feel for them being put in that position to be fucking terrible, to have your job and your livelihood. Either you have to work and do it or, like, that's it. It's, it'd be very tough. But Well, let, yeah, let's, let's clarify that and say I'm not talking about all of them because I know there's ones that, you know, I know you, you, you know, I personally know a few as well that I'm not going to find someone for not wearing a mask. Sure, I might mention because I have to say, come on, put it on. Yeah. But they can also instantly find, right? That's um, right. They're not handing out the instant find. Sure, they'll, they'll say, mate, come on, throw your mask on, you know, when that was a thing. Um, but if they're actively like handing out fines or shooting bullets or, arresting people for standing up for kids physical and mental health which happened to me then you are a piece of shit and Absolutely. i don't know how you i don't know how you sleep at night and you'll get your comeuppance in in this life or the next put it that way absolutely I man i want to talk to you but there's a guy i'm trying to think of his name but i'm trying to find him i don't know if i'll find him he's um and just touching on that the amount of support that i had when i went through my stuff was 99% in favour for 1%, probably even less than 1%. So just in case they're wondering and thinking they did a good for the community, they didn't, and no one thinks they did. And that would just not be my case. You know, there's thousands of cases we've seen with cops, particularly the past Mm. few years. Uh, What do you think is going to happen in the future? Because it's interesting that, you know... Well, it's definitely created, not just in the future, it's definitely created a lot of... a lot of hatred towards law enforcement. Not not just hatred, hatred and distrust. And I think that's even more powerful, the distrust. I never used to have an issue with police. I always took it for face value and trusted. Now I, as you know, and politely, I despise those ones that I've spoken about. Of course, I'll, I'll always give them the time of day. 
Mm. Um, and, you know, if they approach me, I'm not going to snap and be rude at them. Mm. But I, I, now I'm always, which I never did, and I think so many are the same, I'm always on edge or going to second guess or be, think about what I should say or, or how I should act, purely based because the, the trust is gone um, mm. as a community too. And I think a lot of people out in Australia, and I know people I've spoken to, people you speak to, the distrust is is gone with law enforcement in Australia. And that's a dangerous thing to have too. Very dangerous. But, you know, the whole thing is I remember getting pulled over um, twice for, during lockdown and well, I got pulled over three times in one day, but two particular um, instances where I was driving back from the hospital. Um, my wife, I think it was when my daughter was born. The night my daughter was born, I'm driving back at like nine o'clock at night and I got pulled over and asked what I'm doing out. I'm, it's past curfew. Right. Yeah, man, Australia. Keep in mind, this is Australia, right? The lucky free country. Even now when I think back, it, it gets more ridiculous as time goes on. But, you know, to have another man, like, I don't forget his position. I don't care whether he's a police officer or a doctor or a janitor. That's irrelevant. He's another man. There's a man talking to another man telling me that I, I should be at home because it's past my curfew. <laughs> See, how do you think someone like that goes home to wife and kids and says, ah, that was a satisfying day at work. Jeez, I did some good in the community. Oh, mate, like, I, I don't you know. You can't. And if you do, you're a delusional piece of shit. Absolutely. But they, they, like some of them just get like, they get an erection off it. Like they love just, hey, where's your mask? Hey, you're breaching COVID. But they love, like, there's people, not just police, across all industries. Mm. People love just being that one person who goes, I have the power, so, oh, you know, you can't do this. Whereas a normal person would say, oh, you know, it's, it's just do it this time, no worries, you know, just don't do it again, whatever, like a normal person. But yeah. some of them, they're just so firm on it. Like, I want you to know yeah. that I'm powerful and I can tell you that you can't step foot in here because you don't have a mask on or you're not vaccinated. I'm a, I'm a you know, like you're a fucking moron. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> like they're, uh, they're, they're stealing out fresh air, Christopher, is what they're doing. They're oxygen beautiful fed. oxygen. Yeah. But, you know, you get people like that. You get people that do the same thing for climate change. They do the same thing. They fucking literally have a go at you for breathing. How dare you breathe out carbon dioxide, you fucking, what is it, you climate denier? It's yeah. like, man, just settle down. Yeah. <laughs> settle, settle down. down. Like people, people seem to forget that we're all equal. Like yeah. that's that's why it's a hard thing. Not that I dislike authority. I always just I always find it weird, especially now as an adult, that another human being can tell me what time I need to be at work, what time I need to do this, what time I need. It's, it's a weird. Like it's mm. weird when you think about it. It's very weird. Like they're yeah. not any different to me. Like we have equal rights to be on this planet. It's not their planet. <laughs> collectively our planet we all have a right to be here equal right to be here yeah. that's you know it, it's look there needs to be some serious changes in the system but that's a whole other conversation but um mm. hopefully we're the back end of it i just hope that well if you believe there you go if you believe that the the system is not not fixed vote for the smaller parties in the upcoming election that's all i can say because if you think that voting labor or voting liberal because they're going to change like Look at the past 50 years. Like, what are they doing differently? Nothing. Nothing. There's been no change in this country and people need to get out of that mindset now. Yeah, sure, so maybe smaller parties won't rule, but they're, they're going to uh, 
sway the balance of power. You know, it's not going to be as easy to push through bullshit laws like we've had the past few years if you've got minor parties with a lot more power. Uh, I guess that's, yeah, and that's all you can do, right? Like whether it's a democracy and our vote's actually going to count, which is arguable, Christopher, Mm. um, at least you you, you just can't, you can't do the the Greens, Labor, Liberal junk. But the whole system is set up, and that's what I've really noticed at this election. I don't think I paid much attention to it in the previous election, but this election I've noticed that it's very tailored. Like the whole thing is tailored towards liberal versus Labor. Like you see debates on Sky News. It's not not Scott Morrison debating Craig Kelly or Pauline Hanson. It's Scott Morrison debating Albanese. Yeah, like there's there's only two people. There's only two parties, really. That's the way the media push it. Yeah. Um, and that's a big problem because it should be fair. Now, Scott Morrison, um, in my opinion, honest opinion, is a is a compulsive liar and a bit of a psychopath. I think mm. he has to be. The, the you know he's definitely a compulsive liar. I mean, he's definitely weak, and that's not someone you want as a leader, too. Well, he's weak, but in a sense, he is. But he's he's very cunning. Like he's very very sneaky and sly. Like really sly. Yeah, he, he knows how to pass the pass the blame, doesn't he? He's a true. He's like a true politician. Mm. Like yeah. he knows exactly how to play the game. Um, then you've got Albanese who can fucking barely tie up his shoelaces without assistance. Yeah. The guy, yeah. the guy is is he's our version of Joe Biden, but he hasn't got age as like as a, an excuse. He's just completely incompetent. Yeah. Like he sounds scared. Like when he talks, he sounds so anxious. Like he's got no confidence at all. Nothing. Uh, What's the unemployment it- rate? Um, it's four, five point, uh, four point five. Oh, I don't know the answer to that one. The fuck do you mean? I know what it is, and I'm not even a politician. <laughs> Maybe you should be. No, mate, not me. <laughs> Vote uh, one, proud. I'll, I'll, I'll never say never, but at this stage of you know of my life, mate, I think. Um, mate, I'll be your uh, your your VP. I'll run alongside you. Mate, some what do you reckon? Cha- mate, some important changes will need to be made. The first thing I'll do, and I mean this. I mean this absolutely. Health I would exercise. I would ban fast food advertising that targets children because to yeah. me that's sick. Like Mac is creating a happy meal. Like that's not meant to target anyone other. They give you a fucking toy. There's no adult yeah. going out buying a happy meal, right? Yeah. So to me that's sinister because you know that. Like I, I, I say this as well. People may think it's a bit ridiculous, but McDonald's is poison. Like it's mm. not good for you. It, it's it, technically it's a poison. It will kill you if you eat it every day. So my kid has never. He's five and a half. He's he's never tasted a single item for McDonald's, Burger King. Those, never because it's very addictive. And it, to me, it's just like cigarettes, where the, the tobacco industry was doing similar things to what's going on now in the food industry. But you know, I'll use just McDonald's as an example. Like. The fact that they're creating a, an unhealthy, poisonous product that will kill you and give you and lead you to significant health problems, right? Mm. The fact that they target that product and advertise it at vulnerable children, yeah, to me is sick. Yeah, okay, but then who allows that to go on? Well, that, that's the government and the, and the authorities that that oversee, there I guess, go. the advertising. So again, if you think that they care about us and the health. You just need to ask yourself a really simple question that, you know, some of these loonies that still believe the government, uh, you need to ask yourself a, a really simple question and things like that. How are they allowing direct advertising of a product that's well-known 
to kill you eventually with because of its unhealthiness to kids. Yeah, well, mate, this is uh, the same reason why they let glyphosate them spray glyphosate all over our food. Same mm. thing. That's poisonous. It will give you like it, it, there's a case in the US. The guy won like a, a quarter of a quarter of a billion dollars, like two hundred and fifty million dollar settlement mm. for for Roundup glyphosate causing it's, cancer. It's banned in the states, isn't it? Not. Oh, it's banned in. I don't, I don't know. To be, I'm also it's not banned. banned in a, it's not banned in Australia though. No, it's widely used, mm. and and I know almonds have the highest um, quantity of it. Almonds are, are full of it. Um, yeah. which is terrible but like these are the things like they're trying to ban vaping again like first of all they made a prescription only back in august mm. last, october last year now they're trying to ban it because it's harmful to your health well so are fucking cigarettes yeah <laughs> so are cigarettes you how can you say that at the same time like they're intentionally although i don't know i used to know many smokers i don't know a single smoker anymore they've all no. turned to vape all of them yeah. they vape yeah. so i can just imagine the hit to that industry and to to, to tax to the revenue from cigarettes, the, yeah. I, I truly believe that the government have that so, they're motivated by that rather than because they're missing out on revenue. Yeah, they're trying to push people back to cigarettes. Yeah, I truly believe that. And if you look at like that's, well, what's, well, what's what's the other alternative? They're trying to ban, they're trying to ban vaping, which I think you know I'm not going to be specific, but has it what 180 harmful chemicals. Well, they allow cigarettes, and I think you told me this fact, with 900 plus harmful chemicals. It might be even more than that. There's huge yeah. amounts of chemicals in cigarettes. But I know vaping, like, say, if you were to go um, through the prescription vape system that the government introduced, mm. you can get vapes with literally four, three or four chemicals. That's it. Yeah. That's it. There's like the, the, the flavor, the, the liquidy, uh, what's it called? Um, oh, I can't even name it now. Um, and, and the nicotine. That's it. Three or four mm. chemicals. Whereas with cigarettes, you got fucking arsenic, toilet cleaner. You've got yeah. like remnants of bleach. You've all this shit. That's yeah. so bad. Not, for you. I'm not saying vaping's good, but it's a, definitely a lesser of two evils. And for them to try and just ban that while the other one is plodding along, it's, again, it's another red flag, isn't it? Huge red flag. And then you have to ask, yeah. well, why? Like, because obviously they're not that stupid. They must know. So yeah. if it's not stupidity, what is it? It has to be greed. It has to be. Yeah. Trying no to push way. people onto cigarettes. And, and they've done the same thing with cannabis for many years. They, they you know, push back, they, those, push back those people they lost to vaping back to, I don't think they're trying to actively, well, they're not trying to encourage new smokers, obviously, but they're definitely trying to win back those that they've lost from vaping to back to smoking, no doubt. There's Definitely. no other there's no other alternative for their thought pattern. No, that, that's what they're doing. And and you know when you start seeing what they do, and you know you have an understanding of how they work, how lobby groups work, how you know the food industry will you know lobby against changes to could be labels like that health rating. The health rating system that's on food is a fucking yeah. What did you show. tell me? Four stars or something the other day? There was Three. a product. Oh. Couldn't believe three and a half stars. Um, Coke Zero. <laughs> <laughs> three. This is not out of ten, right? For people listening outside of Australia, this no, is five. Three, and a half, three and a half stars out of five. Health Coke rating zero. for Coke Zero, sugar-free Coke, with uh, the all the all the artificial sweetener that's known to cause cancer, 
flavors, the colors, the fucking acid. Three like and a half stars, Christopher, out of five. That's not bad, mate. I might start sipping on some Coke Zero daily. But you know, I water shit. That's right. And you know what else is funny? So I'm I'm a big lover of of raw organic butter, like actual yeah. butter. It's not bad for you at all. Yeah. Right. It's, it's yeah. healthy fat, but. I picked up a slab the other day from Coles of, of like raw butter, like natural butter. Nothing wrong with it. Just butter. One um, star? 0.5. Half a star. I don't even know they give half stars. They do, mate. They give half a star. So I'm looking at that and I've got, I literally had a 1.2 litre bottle of Coke. Zero. I'm thinking this butter, is, which is not harmful at all to a human. Like it's not. <laughs> 0.5 stars. There's a bottle of Coke Zero, 3.5 stars. Now, to the average parent out there who, who, do, who, do you paid, who do you think's paid more for those stars? That's all that says. We know the answer to that, mate. Yeah. But that's what I'm trying. That's the, I'm really trying to get that across to people that these lobby groups for the food industry are just as bad as the lobby group for the pharmaceutical industry. It's yeah. the same thing. In fact, the most powerful. Um, lobby group in Australia is the pharmacy guild. Yeah. Massive. Yeah. So you've got these groups that influence what governments do. Like if a government comes out and says, listen, you know, um, Coca-Cola is so bad for you. Like, I don't want you to have it. Like we're going to ban it, completely ban Coca-Cola products done. Right. Coca-Cola will jump up and say, Hey, listen, that's a bit drastic. How about, <laughs> How about we reformulate it and, you know, we, we, we make it reduce sugar or, you know, we don't add as much coloring to it. And the government go, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll think about it. Well, here you go. Here's, here's $10 million to help you think about it. There you are, buddy. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I've thought about it. Yep. No, I don't need to think about it anymore. No problem. You can reformulate it. Then we get a new product called fucking Coke Light. And, yeah. and all that is, it's not a new product from Coke. Coke probably didn't want to do it. They've done it because they... they they, they had their hand forced, they had to do something. Yeah. So this is what happens um, throughout history. Like this is why you see, you went, we went through the stage years ago and I remember this as a kid, everything was low fat, everything. Yeah. Everything was, there was no such thing as like low sugar. It was rare. It was low fat, yeah. low fat. Now it's flipped and it's, it's low sugar or no sugar. Yeah. So that's the influence of the sugar industry. The sugar industry done that to fat industry. So they made it look like the fat, you know, fat was the reason for all these obesity, all these other health conditions that we mm. now know are in fact a result sugar. of sugar and artificial yeah. sweeteners. Um, yeah. So, so this is what this has happened throughout history, and mm. that's why it's frustrating when people just go, "Yep, I'll have I'll have four Pfizer shots in the left arm, thanks, four AstraZeneca in the right arm, and you know what? Just stick a couple in my ass cheek just for good measure." I have no <laughs> reason. I have no reason to question them. They would never, ever hurt me. The government would never do anything against, you know, my best interest. Like, do you not know anything about anything? Like, they mustn't. I think they don't. They couldn't possibly. Either they hey, do and they're like, retarded. On the plus side, if those weak-minded individuals have bothered to listen this long, they might have learned something. Well, I hope so. And that's my goal. Like, I don't want to criticise people. I mean, I know, I know a lot of your listeners already know all this. Um but you know, I, I I know that's your aim. If if you can get, you know, one person every episode to just think about things differently and impacts their decisions when they make, you know, we're not talking about medical procedures, but even just lifestyle changes with what they eat and looking at those stars and realizing that just because Coke tells you it's three and a half stars out of five probably doesn't mean that you should, 
live off the stuff, nice. then you've done a good thing, right? Um, well, that's so, right. you know, here's the hope that this conversation, as I said, most of your listeners are going to know a lot of it, but here's the hope that there's a few that has pricked their ears up and said, oh, that's interesting. I might want to look into that. And that's what, and you do that, I do that. I say, listen, like everything that we say, we haven't just plucked it out of the air. It's there for you to find. You just haven't, sure. you just haven't seen it because Channel 7 or 9 or whatever those crumbs are haven't told you that it's there. Doesn't mean that it's not there. Like all this stuff is on government websites, World Economic Forums. Like you, you know, you get called a conspiracy theorist and tinfoil hat wearing freak show talking about a one world government and, and all this other stuff that sounds completely bonkers. Oh, like, don't get me wrong, some of it sounds bonkers, but then it's on their website. You can watch right. videos, videos of these leaders saying the things that sound so fucking crazy you wouldn't believe it, but they're saying it. 100%. And then and the majority of people don't know because the news and the media and the government, the government's not going to say, oh, 10,000 people have died of the jab and we don't, we're going to ban cash by 2024 and you all have to comply, otherwise we'll turn off your phones and you won't be able to drive your electronic cars because we'll flick a switch. They're not going to tell you that because there'd be a civil war right now. That's right. Right? Exactly right. But all That's those things, like, all, all those things are, are pretty much written and said by these people that are in charge. You just have to, for anyone wondering, go to the World Economic Forum, look up The Great Reset, read it and actually really understand the words because sometimes they like to get a little bit tricky with how they formulate sentences, mm. don't they? But um, once you grasp what they're actually saying, they make it, you know, they jazz words and stuff and call it a reform or a, what is it? What are some of the things that they've oh, said? Mate, like too many. Yeah, they call it reform of... Um, how we travel, for example, and uh, yeah, but really, really, what they're saying is the new we're normal. Gonna, we're going to stick a chip in your wrist, and we're going to be able to track you, and that's the reform of how you travel. Well, you know what really got it's funny you mention that. What really got me to open my eyes up, and uh, what I was a bit suspicious. Like, it got me a little bit suspicious was mm-hmm. when early in 2020, when COVID just started, and I heard old Daddy Klaus Schwab addressing the issue, and. You know, at that time, we'd seen people just fucking collapse in the street of Wuhan, like face plant while they're walking, right? Yeah. On the phone next minute, oh, fucking dropping dead, which we now know is an absolute lie. We know that's completely false. They lied to us there. Anyway, yeah, let's move on. And I remember listening to that and listening to his address. And I'm thinking, fuck, that's a weird thing for people to say. Because think about it. If you had, let's just say in your household, you've got obviously uh, yourself, your wife and your two kids. Let's just say you came down with fucking Ebola or some terrible disease, right? That was contagious in your household. You're going to be doing everything to just, all you're going to be concerned about is protecting your family at that time. That's going to be your one and only objective, right? Yeah. So when this happened, I heard Klaus Schwab get up there and say, hello, yes, this is the perfect time to implement the new world order on the world and for the economy um, I think this is the perfect opportunity to do this and change the way that we shape and how we live our lives. This is the perfect, oh, the, the time. It's the time, right? <laughs> so I'm thinking, at the time, I'm thinking, why the fuck is this bloke so obsessed with the future, changing the yeah. future? When yeah, we've got this thing right now. If this is, at the time, like everyone thought it was a lot more serious than what we actually know it to be, yeah. like, 
people are fucking dropping dead while they're in on a phone call. Like people are, yeah. this is fucking terrible. What are you worried about the future for? Yeah. Worry about we now. Got problem, Klaus. That's right. That's what I was, that's what really at first I heard that. I'm thinking, fuck, something's not right there. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But we could all be dead. What's it talking about the fuck future? What's yeah. But this but the is simple, the simple minded folk don't think like that though, Christopher. You know, the zombies that listen to Channel 7 to tell them what they did today. And drink tap water. They don't, they don't think you're too much fluoride. It's like a fluoride. To see, I, like, that was something that, jumping to that, that was something that never bothered me. Like, I was just like, yeah, I'm sure it's not. But then, you know, recently I got um, a reverse osmosis water filter and I can feel, I can taste and I can smell the difference in the water. Like I actually, uh, like you can smell. I got. How, two how do you feel? Do you feel? Do you feel better? Like do you feel less foggy, like brain fog, and just way better, more energy. I don't know. It, See? Uh, more energy, and you can just smell it. I got two taps. One's the filter tap. One's the normal tap. You can compare, smell the chlorine, and fuck knows what else. Obviously, mm. you know other stuff, but the chlorine you can smell and you can taste it. And you get the other one, and you can't smell and taste anything. I mean, call me a tinfoil hat wearing. Nut job, but I don't think water's meant to smell or taste like anything. No, well, it's not. Of course not. <laughs> and, and that's right. what I, I say to people. Like, I actually offered up a challenge a while ago on my Instagram. I said, I want everyone to just stop drinking tap water for one month. That's it, one mm-hmm. month. Drink bottled water. Um, drink fucking however you want to get your water. That's trying not to drink out of plastic bottles, but just do that for a month. Just stay away from tap water up for one month. And then I want you to pour a big glass of tap water and drink it. And I'm fucking, I yeah. can promise you that you will think, oh, this is like a fucking drink full. It's just, it's chemical water. It's disgusting. Right. Like it's bad. Right. Yeah. And bad. what, I've, what yeah. I've noticed as well is sometimes it's worse than others. Like sometimes mm. your taste is it's only a very slight smell. Well, slight I, rang, I rang the water people before I got my filter done. I rang, you know, Queens, whoever's in charge of my area in Queensland. And I'm like, the water's fucked. Like I can smell the chlorine. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we add some chlorine and the levels that we add change from the seasons, right? It was a temperature and the amount of rain and they got to top up or not use as much. And I'm like, yeah, but are you sure? Like come and test because this is so fucked. Like you could smell it from like a metre away almost mm. sitting in my glass. And they came out. They came out and did a test and everything and I got a phone call and a, an email reading and they're like, yep, this is within our normal range so they've got a range of what they consider normal i'm like fuck me hang on a second like so this who's who's determining what normal range is the the same good folk at the australian government that say everything else is safe when you know it's not more to that point like okay so they've got safe levels as to what they consider safe but you know what happens if someone drinks well i drink about three liters of water a day I drink a lot of water every day. That's right. So how is it the same? Like if you're drinking three liters of water a day compared to someone who just has a glass or two, you're getting a lot more chlorine and other chemicals than the other person. So what do they mean safe levels? Is that safe based on someone only drinking 250 mils of water a day? Like I mean, yeah, I've got a pool. So I put some chlorine in a pool and on the bottle, it says danger, do not consume. You know, for those for those extra special people that need to do not drink the bleach on that's the bleach right. bottle, I'm assuming that's why it's there. Um, and that shit's in your drinking water. Like, it's got a label of that. Who it's looked at that difference. and goes, you know what? Do not drink. Fuck, you know what we should do? We should just put it into the town's water supply. Yeah, come on, let's do it. <laughs> like, like I'd, I'd rather drink 
like I don't, I don't, look, I don't know why they, I don't even know the reasons why they put these chemicals in there. I'm sure they have a reason, whether it's factual or not, but I'm sure they have their reasons for it. But you know, if something is bad for you in large amounts, it's probably not good for you in small amounts, especially if it's if that particular like fluoride Ongoing. can accumulate. Mm. Fluoride can accumulate on the um, penile gland in the brain. That's mm. what it does. And then mm. after you stop drinking fluoride, like you've got to essentially, there's some things like apple juice and other things you can drink to help clear it up, but it accumulates over time, fluoride. Mm. Um, mm. So it's not good for you. Like if, if a chemical is entering, breaking your blood brain bar- barrier and entering and store and, and sitting up in your penile, that's probably not good for you. I wouldn't have thought so, Christopher. It doesn't sound no. that way. <laughs> but that's what I mean, though. Like when you have these conversations with people, they're like, what flip? Whatever, I'll be drinking that. I'm fine. It's like, well, you are fine, but you also think that COVID's going to kill you, so you're a bit fucked. <laughs> are you fine or what? But no, no, like in all seriousness, though, like we think it's fine because we're told it's fine. But yeah. we don't even ask for any more evidence than that. We just go, oh, yeah, we accept it. And that's we need to get mm-hmm. out of the habit of accepting things at face value. Because I think now it's now burnt us so many times. Yeah, now more so than ever. It's like how much longer are you going to... Um, keep taking their word as gospel. Like, if you still do that now, I don't know if there's a lot of hope for you left, Christopher. But uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you might still hold out, hold out some hope. But no, if, I think... you still, if you still believe what the TV tells you and what the government's saying about pretty much anything without questioning, oh, remember when I was two and my teacher told me there's always two sides to every story, without questioning, where's that other side of the story on this one? You're a oh, brain dead. I'm not. I'm not allowed to hear it. Why aren't I allowed to hear it? Like that censorship in itself is a huge problem because you've yeah. got, you've got, like it's one thing to tell people like, okay, listen, this guy's lying. Like he's a liar. He's spreading false stories, and what he's saying is bullshit. Don't listen to him. But you know, you can still access what he's saying if you want to hear it. Mm. There's a difference between doing that and going, no, we don't like what he's saying, so we're going to make sure that no one else can hear what he's saying either. That's a huge, that's a massive problem. I, I think, it I think should, there should be a policy on all social media platforms that the social media companies need to remain entirely neutral to every single thing. There should be no yeah. COVID misinformation policy. If someone says that COVID is fake or that COVID vaccines microchip you and connect you to Bill Gates' supercomputer and you believe that, <laughs> then you've got more problems than reading misinformation because you're a fucking moron. <laughs> if you believe that, you're a moron, right? But let people make their own minds up. Yeah, yeah. That, it should be. That's how it should be. Exactly right, and I think that's uh, that's what's lacking now is people are just. I don't like. Maybe it is a thing that mass psychosis of of just fear, and you know, there's been plenty of experts that talk about that. That it actually does. You know, you put yourself into a into a sense of like instill fear in people over and over and over again, which let's face it has happened um, by the media and the government. And then after that's done, you you can be pulled on strings really. And anyone, you, you're anyone's, aren't you? Maybe after you at, a, at the end of a big night, Christopher, a bit like you, you're anyone's. Anyone's mate, anyone's. But <laughs> no, it's insane to think that it's insane to think that, you know, we're being controlled and, and What's you know that division in society has been really hard. Like it's hard to watch it. Like it's my, not good. My, my my father. Only in the last two weeks, I've started talking to my father again. Mm. I didn't talk to him for five months, six months, 
because he he was big time supporter of the government, big time supporter of, of the pharmaceutical companies and big time believer in vaccines. Um, we haven't talked about it. <laughs> so we, we we had we had opposing views, and I think as time gone, he's realised, oh, shit, maybe my son's right. Maybe he, you know, maybe he's onto something here. Then obviously yeah. he's may have come, you know, come to his senses a little bit, and, and might be a little bit harder to swallow his pride then. Well, it is like I remember having conversation with him in August, in, in even before that, where he said that if you vaccinated, or he because he's vaccinated, he said, oh, um, when I get vaccinated, I'm completely safe because you can't catch it if you vaccinate. Well, fucking what? We know that's bullshit. There's many things like that. <laughs> so I remember at the time saying to him, no, that's bullshit. You still get it. You're going to walk around with a false sense of security. You're going to go yeah. out there and start fucking tongue kissing strangers thinking, oh, I'm safe and protected. Next minute you'll get it because you've got a false sense of security. Because it doesn't And probably shit. get it worse than someone like you. You know what? This is a big call, but I'm ready to make it. I think the time has come. Matthew, the time has come to make it. What a better time to make it than right here with my good friend. <laughs> I think the more vaccines you get, the more shots you have, I think you're more prone to catching it and I think you're more prone to serious illness and I think you're more prone to death. I really believe that. I honestly believe that too. And and that's based off real life people that I've spoken to that are double, tripled, um, and then people that haven't had one and when they catch it, because let's face it, they're all catching it, who's who's getting it worse and who's feeling worse. And in my experience from the people I know, not from TV, just personally in my circle, people that are tripled, doubled, for whatever reason, seem to be getting the symptoms and the after effects a lot worse. And that might have something to do with, as you said at the very beginning, constant hit of spike protein that we know is not good for you and that does come from both the virus and the vaccine. might be doing more harm than good constantly getting in you definitely i'm just gonna while i've got you here i'm just gonna read and this is what i've formed that that call obviously is a big call to make but that's just based on observation of as you said people around me and what i'm hearing from people and also um statistics Mm. and like when you look at it here right so it's it's almost in reverse like it's back to front so if i was to say to you a vaccine's effective you got people just let's just say a vaccine actually works right and it's effective and I say to you, there's, a, there's, you know, three categories of people. There's unvaccinated, two doses, and three doses. You would expect with an effective vaccine that it'll be okay. The lower risk of hospitalization, it'll be, you know, will be triple vaccinated, double, and unvaccinated of the highest. It's the complete opposite. Hmm. So this is from this is this is not again. This is not my numbers. Probably can't even see that. They can't. No, I can't see it. But it's it's the uh, New South Wales government's COVID nineteen risk monitoring dashboard in healthcare settings, um, published data from New South Wales health hospitals, et cetera. So out of all the people in hospitals right now, all the, sorry, this is not right now. This is on the 20th. So this is seven days ago. It's the, the latest available report anyway. Uh, out of all the cases in hospital, 45% of people are triple vaccinated. 28% of people are double vaccinated. And 23% of people are unvaccinated. So there you've got 45%, 28%, 23%, ranging down from triple vaccinated to unvaccinated. Now, how you could look at those numbers and work out that that's a success? People might say, yeah, but there's a lot more people that are vaccinated now. So, of course, they're going to be in. Yeah, that's the problem. 
That's the common yeah, one. Now, now, yeah, now let me tell you this. So it doesn't matter whether or not 10 people have COVID or whether a th- or whether a million people have COVID. If the vaccine works, that's completely irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even part of the scenario. No. Right? Like if you've got a metal vest and someone shoots you, it's not gonna in the in the vest. It's not going to matter whether they shoot you once or 10 times. You're still going to be fine. You've yeah. got a vest on, right? It's going to protect you. It's the same thing. So that's irrelevant. But I'll add to that, that when you are, so they're told, in you, I know this is definitely the case in New South Wales hospitals, for sure, without any doubt, in the emergency departments. They're told that if someone comes in with COVID symptoms and they're unvaccinated to admit them into the, to admit them into the ward. Mm-hmm where if they're vaccinated and they come in with symptoms, they're advised to send home with at-home treatment, treat them at home rather than in hospital. So what you've got there is a complete manipulation of figures because you're not getting Mm. a full picture from that. You're getting, you're getting. What you're saying based off that is those numbers actually might be higher. Well, they might, well, definitely. I think they're definitely not just, I mean, the only thing you can take from that is that, you know, the fact that 45% of people are triple vaccinated in hospitals, that should be ringing fucking alarm bells. Yeah. How is it that more people that are, let's forget the unvaccinated for a second. Why are more people in hospital? And it's not just by a small amount, it's by a big amount. What was it? 45? Yeah. Uh, 46 or 45.9. Let's say 46% to 28%. That's a big jump between triple and double vaccinated. Yeah. So why is almost double the people in hospitals? Because there's definitely when, there's definitely more people double vaccinated than triple vaccinated. So when why the is latest, there... when the latest variant is fifty something percent less likely to cause hospitalizations? That's right. If you work those out, interesting spin on it, doesn't it, Christopher? Well, it does, and that would so people will say, yeah, but there's a lot more cases now with Omicron than there was with the other two variants, maybe. But again, if the vaccine works, that's irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> and on top of that, not only is that irrelevant, but you've got the fact that it's 50, 50% less likely to result in hospitalization. So then you've got, well, hold on. If you work those numbers out and you start doing the math, then it paints a very different picture of what's actually mm-hmm. happening. But I do know for a fact, for a fact that they're actively encouraged and trained and told to admit unvaccinated people and send the vaccinated people home with at-home treatment and monitor them at home. I know this for a fact. Yeah, They get two phone calls a day from the health department. They get certain medications. I'm not going to go into detail. I'm not exactly sure. I know that Liverpool Hospital was definitely treating people with ivermectin for a while there at the end of last year for a fact. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what they're doing. That's exactly what they're doing. And that could be deliberate in order to, to fudge the numbers up a little bit, or it could just be purely coincidental that they think it's the best way to attack it. But so you've got those. And then you've also got to remember a lot of unvaccinated people can't get vaccinated because they've got underlying health conditions. Yeah. So those people are going to be more prone to serious illness anyway, regardless. So there's, you know, there's a lot to take. They're just very basic numbers, but when you actually break the numbers down and what that means, it means that, you know, there is more people in hospitals that are vaccinated than not. That to me should be, ringing alarm bells in, in the health department saying, what the fuck is going on here? Because based yeah. on that trajectory, it looks like, and my, our welding data, I done it last night, 
I sat there from August 2021 to today, and both were like this: vaccination, deaths, both the same. Then all of a sudden, it's phew, they're both they're going up together. Mm. The vaccination rate and the death rate are moving side by side. They, they're going to get the same pattern, same it's not trajectory. Dropping. One's not dropping. Yeah, it's, not, it's not doing that, which you would think it would be. Yeah. It, it, it's rising together. Mm. So then you have to ask, well, is there any issue? And I don't know. I'm not, I'm not claiming this to be a fact. It's just a question. I think a good question. Is the vaccine causing immune problems? Is the vaccine damaging immune systems? And is that why we're seeing higher rates of, of COVID in the double and especially the triple vaccinated, more hospitalizations? Is that a possible? I think you'd have to consider that. Mm. Well, I think it's got to be something that people can discuss without being called loony. Well, no, no, not just being called. That doesn't bother me. People call me a loony every day. It's more, it's more disgusting without having to worry about fucking getting your page banned. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I meant. So, but, yeah, that, that's ridiculous because what they're doing is they're helping. You know, um, again, just telling one side of the story and pushing everyone down one path. Like, what happens in twenty years from now? Sorry, I'm not going to, not what if, when it happens, because it will happen. Mm. Mark my words, will happen in 20 years when they realize that this has been a catastrophic fuck up of epic proportions. What are they going to do? What are the social media companies going to do who refuse to let the other side of the story get out? What's going to happen to people like Chatfield and other influencers who push this on people? What's going to happen? Are they going to be held accountable? I mean, I think some, I think some individual people will be. I don't think companies as a whole will be but i think you know people are going to remember as well um you know people are going to remember those people on social media who were telling them encouraging kids to go and get pinpricked behind their parents back um yeah. you know i think i think people are already wising up to that uh so one way or another i think it's uh, it's going to get them if it hasn't already well people are wising up they really mm. are. I'm seeing a huge difference in people. Um, people that are double vaccinated just aren't going back for a third. Yeah, they're not. Really? I know the, the the vaccination rate amongst children is is looks still high enough to be concerning, but not as high as the government would like, which is a good no. thing. Yeah, because um, they're struggling, and that that's good. I mean, we're not seeing death rates of kids. We're not seeing that change at all, mm. because there's only been what between zero and nineteen. There's been twelve deaths. Mm. That's insane. Like to think that to think that that's a cause for concern. Yeah, crazy. That's crazy. Especially now, now that everyone knows that you can't, it doesn't stop the spread. You know, I'm not even going to. I'm not going to say I understand, but I will have more leniency. I still don't, don't don't take this the wrong way. I still think it's horrendous, and you're a stupid moron if you got your kid jabbed. But I can. I, I, I understand where some people came from if they think that it stopped the spread, right? So they didn't give it to granny or something like that. But now we know that's bullshit. So you can't lean on anything like that. Yeah, but see, that's right. But even I don't accept that because to me, I would never, ever, ever put my children under any oh, yeah, sort of, of course. risk I, to protect I, I'm me or... I accepted it. But I'm no, saying no, I know what you're saying. I can but... understand people's thought process. I, I think it... Selfish fucks. Yeah. Although, I don't know. I don't know. Since when did people ninety years of age take precedence over six-year-olds? Not sure when that occurred. Women and children are always being first. Well, I, I can tell you when that that happened. Slightly after the pandemic started, mate. Yeah, that's when well, that happened. 
yeah, that's what I mean. So. It, it, the whole thing is a, a farce. But I mean, when you have, you know, I, I see it all the time. Twitter's the place for it. If you want to see some fucking twisted people, you want to jump on Twitter. But I've seen people all the time. And when I mean people, I mean fucking triple masked, like masks galore, like just loves masks, right? Masks up um, with their poor, innocent child at a shopping center and talking about the fact that they're about to go and get vaccinated to protect that person who's also vaccinated wearing a fucking three masks. Like if you send your child to get vaccinated to protect yourself. You're a selfish fuck. Come on, mate. Not only are you selfish, but you, you're, you're weak. Like how, how weak are you as a parent to. Yeah. You shouldn't be a parent. Shouldn't be a parent. It's our job to protect our children and to make sure that they have the best life. And for that reason is why I'm not getting my kids vaccinated with, with the COVID needle, because I don't believe in my own opinion, that's the right way forward for my kids. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Well, my five-year-old's had it. He had it for the good part of four hours. And then he was in the pool later that day. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> that was because you guys copped it. I think you, your wife, and, and your son copped it, didn't you? All of you. We all got it. Yeah. He was um he was on the couch for about four hours where he napped with a little bit of a fever, had some panadol. Four hours later, running around the pool, swimming, right as rain the next day. Woke up, good to go. It's um hey, what do you think about Did I doctor? test him? No, I didn't test him, but I tested myself because I wanted to know how piss weak it was. So I wanted to know for sure that I had it, and I did. So I mean under that assumption, I think it could be safe to say that my son had it. Oh, you'd well, you'd think so. You'd yeah. think so. Hey, what do you think about before we jump off here? What do you think about that documentary? It's fucking my. It was. It was. It was. Um, watch the water. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was so crazy. Right? It was so. Be honest, funny. So it was. It was so crazy. But a, f- yeah. a, f- a few of the things he said in it made sense, like to the logical part of your brain, like it was logical. It made like it matched up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but I don't know. I want to try and get him on the podcast and have a chat to him. That'd be great. I'll listen to that one, um, mate. I'll just just to, to have people's opinion on there. But you know, it's funny. So I think me and you were talking about it on the phone. Mm. Mm. And my, my son heard, I don't know if I told you. No. My, my six-year-old heard the conversation and we had um, family over <laughs> here the other day. And, and because I've got the big fucking cast <laughs> and jugs of water, right? You know where this is going. Yeah. And he heard it. And, and I didn't really pay attention that he hasn't been drinking out of the tap. And we had family over and they're trying to get like a drink out of the tap. And he's walking up to everyone and going, snake water. <laughs> <laughs> the snake water. <laughs> snake venom. <laughs> snake venom. They're saying, what? He's going, yeah, snake, this snake water. Snake in the water. <laughs> and I had to explain uh-huh. it to him. I said, fuck. I said, all right. So. <laughs> You're going to look like bonkers. I said, so what happened? I said, well, I watched a documentary where they reckon that COVID is actually King Cobra Venom. And they look like... <laughs> I said, I didn't say I believed it. I just said I watched it. Yeah. And like everything, I give everything the time of day. It doesn't matter what, how yeah. far-fetched it sounds. I'll always listen. And so I think yeah. everyone should have the right to share their yeah. opinion and beliefs. But so, yeah, so he's back at school today. So I'm wondering... So I remember yeah, yeah. every kid at the bubbler, ah, <laughs> snake water. Snake water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless him. Oh, what mate. a freedom fighter he's growing up to be. Mate, I tell you, he loves it, mate. He loves it. He loves, yeah. um, um, you know, I'm just, I'm trying my best to to get him outdoors a lot more and I want to take him camping in the next few years. I was actually thinking in the next probably, well, when it, I guess 
it's always warmer up your way than down here that we should all we might have to meet up mate we should do a little camping trip camping mate i was only talking about that with my wife the other day that we should all catch up and go camping yeah i've never i'm not a massive fan of it but i would do it for, with you chris I'm you're not sure a fan of camping a, not really but what don't you, you like know. about it I like to have little bits of luxury here and there. I like like a warm shower, <laughs> not like, the, like not a the nice tent, bed. like a nice bed. But no, I mean, I could definitely do it for a weekend or something. Mate, might have to. We'll might do have it. Yeah. We'll do it. One thing I um I often think about, like people are, it's it's fuck, it sounds fucking weird, but one thing I, I always say fantasize about, not sexually, obviously, <laughs> just fantasize about. It, I'd love it is if like I was just dropped off in a bush for like a like a month. Right, yeah. it just like I had to make my own shelter, get my own food, like that. I, I would love that. Like I would really love that. I don't know why. It could, it could, it could be a bit of fun. I remember reading a book when I was in high school, something similar to that, and made me want to do it. But haven't had those urges as of late, Chris. No, I would say I have urges. I just, I think, <laughs> you know what, man? Like whenever you go away camping, and even if it's not in a tent, even if you're camping in luxury in a cabin somewhere, like just getting out into that environment. And away from the yeah, stress yeah. of the the rat races, you know, you come out of that and you feel fucking terrific. You feel like, you know, you can only you can go away for five days. You come back feeling like you've been on holidays for six months. Yeah, it's so good for your soul. It's good for every part of you. You come back and everything's better. Um, so we'll do that. Um, we'll chat about that and we'll probably try and organize something. All right, mate. Sounds good. Sounds like a plan. Uh, mate, always a pleasure talking to you, Matty. Anything you want to say, mate, before you jump off? No, that's uh, that's it. I just, you know, always encourage people to remember the the age old uh, saying of "there's always two sides to a story" and to to try and find out that second stage because second side because we don't get told it anymore, um, and that's that's with absolutely everything going on right now. So you can read between the lines on that one. But hey, let me ask a question before you jump off being that you're working in the fitness industry and you know what goes on now we know that modern medicine definitely has its place right like it keeps people alive it prevents heart attacks you know it does wonders now with modern medicine if we lived because i only read the other day that the average person consumes a credit card amount of plastic each week through their diet Jeez. yeah a credit card size amount of plastic each week through diet and through exposure through different different right which is fucking very alarming, right? But mm. so we've got all this pollution, toxic food that we do, stuff we drink. Now, if we ate as natural as possible, every like with modern medicine there to aid us at the mm. later stages of life, how long do you think we would live? Oh, that's a tough one. It is a tough one, but you would have to expect that it'd be longer I, well, than Well, I'm not sure. I'm not, it might add a couple of years, but you know where I think it would make the difference? I think it would make the difference of the quality of life, you know, later on. The back end. Like, yeah, the back end. Like, you've got seven-year-olds now that are, like, are fucked, right? And they're, they're in a home already. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying, like, you know, people well into their 70s, potentially early 80s, you know, maybe they live a couple of years longer, but maybe it won't be that decline from 60 or whatever where, you know, they start getting on blood pressure meds and they're on all these. Other. I think I think that's where the difference would make. So your quality of life would be extended where you'd feel longer and you'd probably have that longevity where you'd feel younger, sorry. Interesting. 
That's something I only thought about the other day because I thought. Because about- I mean, it's just, it's the same thing. It's it's with working out, right? It's I, I speak to people from all ages and demographics and things like that. And when I speak to people who are in their seventies and are who's still working out, and I say, you know, what what's kept you going? And they've just said, you just don't stop. Like you don't stop exercise. Exercise is part of your lifestyle, right? And the, it's it's the same thing. The, the, the later you leave it to pick it up, the harder it begins just because your body's, you know, gets tired and it ages and, and stuff. If you keep that up, your body all, always knows that some form of it's coming and it stays ready. Like that's an yeah. absolute fact. So, of course, you're not going to be running 100 metres in 12 seconds when you're, you're 70, but you can still yeah, run 100 metres if you don't stop, you know, and that's, and that's yeah. different. Do you know who do that really well? Japanese. The Japanese people, they live... I'm pretty sure they've got the longest life expectancy in the world or one of yeah. the top. Yeah, and they, they right there. Yeah, in, in particular, yeah. Japanese. And I think they have, I don't know what it is, whether it's a, I know they eat a, a vegan, not exclusively vegan, but they eat a lot more vegetables than the Western diet. Mm. Um, and they also into meditation and yoga and things a lot more as well. So mm. there's something they do works really well, mate. Because, mate, I've met that many people, Japanese people. I used to work with a few of them. And his parents were like 90 something. And yeah, you're unbelievable. Like yeah. mentally, crisp, like razor sharp. <laughs> their, their fitness, their health, like they walk every day. They like they, do, they don't need assistance for anything. Yeah. It's like, what are you guys doing so differently to us? Because, you know, if that was me, I, I, your age, I think a lot of us are fucked at 90. Yeah. We can't do a yeah. great deal. But yeah. I don't know, it's interesting. There may be a, a topic for the next one. Yeah, absolutely. I'll look at it a little <laughs> bit more. All right, mate. Always All right, mate. Pleasure. pleasure. Thank you, Christopher. See you, buddy.